Hey everyone, welcome back to the Insightful Chatters. I'm Rulian and today I'm here with Anushka and Naina. Hi, so on the show today we have Rudra Pratap Singh, founder of a major youth-run nonprofit initiative, IDIA. IDIA aims to provide education to the underprivileged, giving them access to free online and in-person tutoring. They employ youngsters with an understanding of the subject and connect them with those who require their teaching. It's such an honor to have you today, Jutra. How's everything going? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for the introduction and thank you for having me here. I'm keeping well and I hope you all are safe too. Thanks for being here today, Rudra. Um, so I was scrolling through Idia's Instagram page and I was really intrigued by the amount of effort you have put in to provide education to the underprivileged, um, especially in times of the pandemic. And right now I assume online learning is not accessible to everyone. So I wanted to ask you, what exactly does the Idia classroom look like and how does Idia operate? Generally, IDEA's classroom consists of tutoring sessions for the duration of one Zoom session. Our tutors try to accommodate the most feasible methods to connect to our students for the ease of the process. We recruit tutors who voluntarily sign up in our tutor recruitment forms as prospective tutors. All the registrations are saved in our so-called tutor database. Then we reach out to NGOs all over India trying to connect our tutors to the students in need. We foster over 800 tutors who can converse in more than five languages. We have and are currently tutoring almost 550 students in total. That is so impressive and I love your initiative. During the peak of the pandemic, many lost their sources of income and it was really tough time for all of us, some significantly more than others. Recruiting tutors at this period must have definitely been challenging, right? So especially considering that IDEA is a nonprofit organization, what other challenges did you encounter and how did you overcome them? Given the current situation with COVID-19, we know that impoverished classes are impacted severely and many are left without schooling. So I had to act accordingly. Therefore, making the primary mode of functioning digital. Well, we know how different students have different needs and the NGOs I work with set the requirements. At times, some students don't have access to digital means such as smartphones. And to combat that, we've even had to instruct our tutors to conduct their entire classes over a phone call. Well, it's so impressive how you've adjusted yourself and all the other teachers have adjusted themselves to fit the needs of all the students. And I mean, I'm sure all of us can agree that 2020 was most definitely a difficult year academically for children from the financially weaker parts of society with their studies disrupted due to the lockdown. Many children had no other support system and were left without schools, teachers, tuitions, etc. And yet again, in so many parts of the country, including Bangalore, a lockdown has been imposed a second time. So how long do you think that these students will be forced to compromise using the online medium? And if so, is there any way online education can be normalized to a larger scale in these areas? Unfortunately, it is highly imperative that all classes are conducted online until the crisis at hand has been solved. And it doesn't seem like it'll happen anytime soon. It must be especially hard for families of lower incomes to adjust to this new lifestyle due to the lack of proper access to internet and gadgets. I think if more and more people start recognizing this problem, a large number of students can be taught over a volunteer basis. At the same time, government school teachers must be given training in remote teaching. 
only when the change is systemic and widely imposed will change truly be felt and online education can be normalized for all. Correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand, IDEA provides both online and offline forms of education, right? I'm sure we all agree that education will never be the same, even if we do go back to the physical space. And in remote areas where accessibility is less, will IDEA continue to provide a distance education for children um, after the pandemic is over? And also, what aspects of the two different learning approaches do you think will stay with us? You're absolutely right. We do provide both online and offline forms of education to our students. Considering the current situation at hand, I believe that most of the schools and universities are going to be switching between both the modes, offline and online, or might even follow a hybrid class structure for the foreseeable future. We at IDEA aim at expanding the idea of technological literacy while providing education in rural areas and connecting diverse groups of communities throughout the process. With rural communities, it is more plausible for tutors to teach remotely, although nothing beats a classroom with its face-to-face -face communication. Distant learning has its benefits too. It's easier to share videos and other such materials. The tutors are doing a great job in connecting with students, even though they've never met them in person. When it's possible, IDEA will start offline classes, but that doesn't mean online classes will stop because evidently it's the best way to reach as many deserving students as possible. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks so much, Rudra, for taking time out of your very busy schedule to be here with us today. Don't forget to check out Idea on Instagram with details in the description. Support us by rating this episode and thank you so much for tuning in and stay safe.